Welcome to Tent Talk, the podcast with Nancy McCready, where we talk about life under the big tent of God's presence and the provoking process of discipleship. Here we go. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Tent Talk. Today's episode is drawn from a recent live that I did on my Facebook public page. It is called, There is Fire in His House. It is a now word for how God is no longer going to be married in name only, where we take His name, Christian, and then we continue to meet our own needs and we live independent from Him. It's a very specific word, and I pray that it will encourage you and provoke you. Take a listen, share with others, and I pray that it provokes you deeper in your personal life with Him. All right. Hey there. Glad to see everybody. Listen, there is fire in the house today. There is fire in God's house today because God is about to expose. Yes, He is. God is about to expose everything in us that is a barrier to wholehearted devotion to Him. God is about to expose that which is just beneath the surface, right under the veneer of our goodness. God is about to expose it by bringing the fire of real love. My friends, if I had time to explain all this to you, but I would tell you that human love, natural love, toxic love, self-love, is about to go down because it's about to be exposed for the psycho love that it is. Yes, hello everybody. I did just say psycho love. So the psycho, if you will, the psyche, the soulish love, that which has its origins in self, in the natural, in man, that we have held so high on a pedestal that we have put it above the very love not just the love of God, the love that is God himself. So I'm so glad to see everybody share this right now while we're live and tell people there's fire in the house, okay? And please make sure that you tell them the truth. This is the fire of God that is gonna expose every unholy alliance that we have made, every enmeshed, Uh, relationship that we have been in, every place that we have been trying to manipulate people by being uh, those who try to please and perform. And then we're enraged when people do not give us what we think we paid for. All right. I'm telling you that this is that time. There is fire in the house because God is saying that he is not going to be married in name only anymore. So years ago, when God had to speak this to me, and trust me, he's had to speak it to me several times. Hello, everybody. I'm so glad to see you guys. Share it while it's live. If you're watching on the repost, then please share it. Do a watch party. Have people listen. This is a real-time word. I want you to hear this, and I want you to get ready. My name is Nancy Make Ready, okay? Make ready, Luke 117, make ready a people in spirit for the Lord. In spirit, because that's who you are. 
You are spirit. You've been made one with the Holy Spirit, 1 Corinthians 6, 17, so that you could walk in flaming, powerful intimacy and production with the Lord for his purposes and for what he is after. But we have put human love on such a pedestal that we put it, as the Bible would say, we've exalted it above the very knowledge, the very knowing of God himself. So God's fire is coming to the house. And many years ago, he brought this fire to me, which has set me free so deep, free from self and freed to him. And we've got to be those that, my friends, you know how the word says, do you think you can bring fire inside your coat and it's not going to burn you? All right? Okay, those are the fires you have set on yourself. Those are the fires you have set on yourself. You have brought fire, the very fires of hell, the fires of sin, the fires of lust, the fires of, of, uh, of you know, private indulgences, uh, things that we have indulged deeply within ourselves, and I'm speaking from deep personal experience, okay? And we brought that fire inside our coat and somehow thought the thing wasn't going to burn us to a crisp. But my God just happens to be an expert in beauty from ashes, all right? Listen to me. That is not just some little feminine saying, okay? <laughs> that is not just some, oh, isn't that sweet, no, my friends, God is about to bring something beautiful out of the ashes of where you set yourself on fire. You allowed things into your life, but he is saying to us, I'm passing this on to you as he gave it to me. Why would I want to dress up and make it sound any different than how God had to bring it to me? He told me, Nancy, I am not going to be married to you in name only. You have taken my name, Christian, but you have continued to meet your own needs in your own way, out of your own resources. You have been meeting your own needs. You are scamming people. You're using the ministry. Okay, this was like 24 years ago, not yesterday. Okay, <laughs> all right. But I'm telling you, that fire in his house, let me tell you, it's a fire that completely deals with everything else that we have been embracing and telling ourselves things like God wants me to be happy or God gave me these needs and God knows, you know, a girl's got to do what a girl's got to do or a man's got to do what a man's got to do. Listen to me. It's over. It is over. The fire of his jealousy is coming to his house. His house will be on fire and it will be, he is jealous for you and you will be jealous for him. But first that fire is getting ready to sift and burn and judge. I've said it many times and I'm going to say it again because the household of God is where judgment begins. The enemy's trying to get the house of God to normalize sin. Many of you may have adult children who have embraced lifestyles, unholy alliances, whether they be homosexual, whether they're in fornication, they're in this, they're in that, okay? There are many of us who know, you know what I'm talking about. And the enemy, he presses on you. 
Oh, how he comes for your jugular when he uses those whom you love so much. But it's going to be a test to see what love are you going to break towards. The love of God, my friends, does not normalize sin. It annihilates sin. It annihilates things that separate us from wholehearted devotion to the Father, to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. And the enemy has come to push and to press and to get us to normalize sin so that we start dummying down everything. And well, you know, if they love each other and why can't we just embrace everything? Because it's going to destroy. Let me tell you very clearly, because it is going to destroy the next generation. We got to have to get above the fray and we're going to have to begin to look at things. Don't stay down here in hand-to-hand -hand combat because eventually you'll start saying what the enemy says about things. It's called semantic infiltration where he infiltrates the very house of God that's called to a purity. But my friends, we, we have allowed ourselves to be defiled on many levels, but the fire of God is coming and it's the fire of his love. Don't ever be confused. The fire of judgment comes because there is fiery love within Christ. He does not call us to normalize sin, all right? He calls us to annihilate it by his finished work on the cross. But my friends, we cannot, we cannot be telling everybody else that when we haven't yet let that judgment come to us. Oh, how I love you guys. And I'm so glad that you're here today. All right. You got to have this confident, bold, fiery love of the Father for Him, for ourselves, all right, and for everyone else. It is not confused. It brings the deepest clarity. And if ever there is a time the body of Christ needs clarity, it is now. But I'm telling you, the enemy is going to try to press on you. All right. He is going to try to shove on you. All right. He is going to try to do everything he can to get you to embrace things that God is bringing the fire of his judgment so that there can be a deep separation, not so you can behave better. This is not about behavior. This is about source. Who will be the source of your life? Will it be him or will it be self? Now, I'm speaking to Christians right now, all kinds of Christians, okay? And the fact that we think there are all kinds of Christians is absolutely part of the problem, okay? Because in the scripture, there's basically one kind, the flaming fire kind. But we have dummied it down over the time so that you can be radical, be deep, you can be shallow, you can be carnal, you can be backslidden, you can be Sunday only, CEO, Christmas and Easter only. You can be, there, there are so many kinds, right? But listen to me, when God's fire comes, it starts producing of the very same kind of the seed that was planted. What was the seed planted? The incorruptible the incorruptible seed that is Jesus Christ himself. My only hope of not being corrupted in my good or my evil is the incorruptible seed of Jesus Christ. And in Isaiah 4, the scripture that God gave me years ago when he had to do this in me, that he said, I'm going to pitch the tent of my presence. He is pitching the tent of his presence 
the house of David, the house of fire, of love, of power. I'm telling you, I don't even, I can't even hardly talk about it, okay? <laughs> okay, but listen to me. In Isaiah 4, it says that there was one man for seven women. And those women said to that man, look, just marry us, give us your name, and take away our reproach, our shame of being single and barren. Don't worry, we'll keep taking care of ourselves. We'll get our own food and our own clothing. Just give us your name. This is where God took me when he had to show me my whoredom and my harlotry when I was, you know, so highly favored and anointed in the ministry, the selfish ambition. My friends, the house of Saul is done and the house of David is being built right now. The fire of God is in the house right now. This is real-time engagement. It's happening now. Just earlier today when I was homeschooling, you want me to give you a real example? I'm homeschooling my precious granddaughter, whom I love, and because things were not going the way that I wanted, how many of you know I was about to throw down some fire right here at the house? Some homeschooling fire, okay? And I'm telling you, I, I heard myself and I was like, girl, what are you doing? You are letting sin and flesh just get you all ratcheted up. Anybody out there? Can I get any emojis, any help whatsoever? I told my granddaughter, I said, Gigi will be back in just a minute. I walked myself out on my front porch and I said, sin, you are not coming in this house today. And you are definitely not coming in this house today through me. And I'm telling you, I said, Holy Spirit, release the power of the cross within me. I stayed out there a couple of minutes. I walked back inside and I said, okay, now let's do some homeschooling, okay? Because how many of you know when the fire comes in the house, it's gonna deal with what we would consider the small things. But I'm telling you, he's coming for the small. He's coming for the big. If you're out there in sexual sin and you know what I'm talking about, I don't have to draw a graphic. If you are in sin, my friends, meaning you are meeting your own needs in your own resources, independent from God the Father. You are meeting your own need for respect, your own need for dignity, your own need for love, your own need for attention, your own need for acceptance, your own need out of your own resources. The need was given to you by the Father so that you could bring it freely to Him and say, Father, meet my Need And how many of you know you got a deep need for attention? He's dealing with the attention, the affections, mm, and the appetites of his people. For more information on Nancy, please visit nancymccrady.com or follow her on social media at nbmccrady. He is dealing with the attention. Where is your focus? He's dealing with your appetites. He's dealing with your affections. And our affections are out of order. The old saints called it inordinate affections. We've taken our affections, our appetites, and we've taken them to many things. We took them there. And because we yielded it to the power of sin, my friends, the power of sin, when that thing comes over you and takes you places you never meant to go. You thought you're just going to dabble in something, and the next thing you know, you got your leg up in a bear trap. I'm here for the people of God. 
Or my people out there, I'm telling you, okay? Because yes, you took yourself to it and you said, ooh, this looks good. I think this is what I'm going to do. And boom, sin began as a power. See, we're too focused on the behavior and we don't understand that behind that behavior, there is a power waiting to master you. And now it's pitched its own demonic canopy over the people of God. I'm here to say to you, God loves you. God is for you. The majority of what you're feeling and what's working on you isn't even you. It's not you. But you have yielded yourself to something. Maybe a person of the same sex showed you attention and they understood you in a time when a perfect storm of pain and rejection and failure was swirling and boom, you found yourself enmeshed in something emotional that then went physical. And you have now decided, well, that was me. And you know, that's just what I like. No, my friends, you had a deep need and it got twisted when you went to meet it on your own. I am saying to you that God is pitching the tent of his presence. God is pitching the tent of his presence, my friends. And when his presence comes, I'm telling you, he's about to crack you open. He's about to crack you open and show you that he did not marry you to be married in name only, in the externals only. He married you to walk you into a tent of oneness, a tent of consummation. And I tell you, no good of man, no evil of man can get up in that tent. God is bringing fire to his house today because he loves you. And it says in Isaiah 4, it says, that in that day, seven women shall take hold of one man saying, we will eat our own bread and we will provide our own clothes. Only let us be called by your name to take away our reproach of being unmarried. Many Christians have had the reproach of their sin taken away. They're a Christian, but they don't live. They don't live as the married woman, married to Jesus Verse 2 says, in that same day, this is the duality of days, wild days, my friends, where simultaneous things are going on. The fire that you brought too close to yourself and it's burned you is now going to be dealt with by the very fire of his jealousy for you. And he's going to come and he's going to deliver you like you didn't even know you needed to be delivered. Okay, Verse two says in that day, same day, the branch of the Lord shall be beautiful and glorious and the fruit of the land shall be excellent and lovely to those of Israel who have escaped. My friends, duality of days. We are in defiled independence from God, but Jesus is coming to the house and the fire that you read about hit the fire in his eyes. Oh, I'm telling you, you're not going to be, you're not going to be confused about his love, my friends. It's about to set us free. If we have any desire left whatsoever to be free, I'm telling you, we're getting ready to be free like never before. It says, after the Lord has washed away the moral filth, my friends, this is our goodness because most of this stuff in the church is hiding right underneath all our goodness 
underneath all that goodness, that responsibility, that deep work ethic, look at all that I've done, look at all that I've suffered, look at all that I've put up with, that goodness. Right underneath it are the stewing juices of bitter bitterness, resentfulness, that where you start indulging. In Hebrews 12, it's called the Esau syndrome. And it's where the sons of the living God, because they do not come to the Father for what it is that they need, they are bitter, they are resentful, they are tired, they are worn out, and they decide it is time for me. It's my time. I'm tired of putting up with all of this and they're about to break ranks. And I'm saying, no, no, come to the Father. Do not continue to indulge your sexual appetites, your out of control gorging food appetites, whatever it may be, whatever it may be, the lust for the platform, the lust for ministry, selfish ambition, whatever it is, the veneer of goodness is about to get busted by the Holy Ghost, <laughs> by the Holy Spirit himself. He's coming and he's awakening. There's fire in the house today, my friends. There is fire in the house of God today. And it says in verse four, after the Lord has washed away the filth of pride, vanity, haughtiness, and has purged Jerusalem from the midst of it by the spirit and blast of judgment, and by the spirit and blast of burning and sifting, then the Lord will create over the whole site, over every dwelling place of Mount Zion, and over her assemblies, every home, every church, every church plant, every gathering place, every Christian business, every entrepreneur, every person going to the flaming mountains of influence in the nations. God is about to disciple nations. He's about to pitch the tent of his presence on the mountains of culture. This is going to happen and we're in real time. Let him bring fire today and expose to you, to you what it is that you need to let go of and turn to him. Because he says, then I will create over the whole site a cloud and a smoke by day and the shining of a flaming fire by night. For over all the glory shall be a canopy, a defense of divine love and protection. Divine love, not human love, not self-love, not toxic love, not codependent love, not filthy love, not any of that. But divine love and protection and we're going to need it. You're going to need him. He's pitched the tent of his presence inside of you. This is real discipleship, my friends. This is the redefining of discipleship. And there shall be a pavilion for shade in the daytime from the heat and for a place of refuge and a shelter from storm and from rain, my friends. I'm telling you there's a pavilion that God has pitched there's a canopy. There's a tent of his presence. He is the cloud by day and the fire by night. Every single thing there, it's him. But he's coming and he's sifting, sifting and shaking. And everything that's of flesh will be clearly known. And everything that is born of him by spirit will be known. My friends, embrace this work. If you need to talk with me, send me an email. Go on my website and hit all those schedule a call buttons. Hit the Calendly, all right? I'm telling you, 
get an appointment. I'm telling you, find somebody that knows this work and get in real-time engagement, my friends, because God's presence is in the house. And I'm telling you, it is time for us to break towards the Spirit. Come out of whatever you're in. I'm telling you, nothing you could tell me could shock me. Share this with family members that are in bondage. Share this with people that are attempting to struggle free all by themselves. They're trying their hardest and it seems to be getting worse, not better. Share this with people so that they can know that they can know that there is a way. Simple conversations can bring strong collaboration. There is a way to move through this. It goes from preaching and teaching, and then it gets deep into our private, personal lives because that's what God cares about the most. God doesn't care about your public image. He cares about your private reality. The problem is, is he's got to get us to care more about the private reality of what's going on inside of us than all of our public image and what will people think? What will, what, you know, I'm going to lose, yeah, the world you've created. But my friends, I want to make you hungry. I've got a lot of people on here today that could testify to this. I'd love to have them all standing behind me going, yes, 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 because they know from deep personal experience of him deep personal experience with him. They know, they know him. And I tell you, there's about to come out from underneath the radar, a company of jealous sons. They're about to be on the mountain of business. They're about to be on platforms that they've built online. They're about to be in their workplace and, and everywhere else because the church is the people. And I tell you, this flaming fire, this house that he's pitching, she won't be able to be contained. Oh my God, my God, come, come Father, come Jesus, come Holy Spirit and let the bride make herself ready. Oh, they're gonna do it in you, they're gonna do it for you, but they're asking you to come freely. I don't care if you crawl, I don't care if you whisper, you don't have to be excited, my friends. There is no pressure on you to produce your own life. They long to take care of you and to meet every single need. I'm telling you, whatever bitter, resentful things are within you, I'm telling you, nobody knows the trouble you've seen like Jesus. Nobody knows. He is the one who's borne every single bit of it in his body. Nobody knows you like him. Holy Spirit remembers everything that you've lived through. But my friends, Holy Spirit also knows all the trouble you have caused. Come on, get both sides of the cross. Get the full, full, full deal, all right? Listen, nobody's more ready than they are. I'm calling you home today to the house of God. It's going to be flaming with fire. And I'm telling you, prodigals and the lost are going to be able to find their way home once the sons mature and we allow the Father to do in us what it is that He desires. Do not remain married in name only. Come into the tent of His presence. Consummate that marriage, my friends. Get intimate with God. Tell Him everything. Don't make it to be some kind of weird, intimate, whatever I'm telling you, it's going to be strong. It's going to be real. 
Don't let the enemy cause you to normalize sin and go down a hole that will take a long time to get out. Don't do it. God's got people. I'm one of them. There are many. God's got people that won't flinch when you tell them what evil you've been in. They won't flinch when they find out you ain't as good as what you look like. There are those of us who won't flinch when you start telling. My friends, ruin all the devil's fun today and tell on yourself. Ruin his fun because he can't wait to expose you. He can't wait. It's Jesus. He wants to expose you and burn your world down. But I'm telling you this. If you will tell on yourself to the right people, my friends, the right people. I'm telling you, you're going to ruin all the devil's fun and Jesus is going to cover you and pitch the tent of his presence over you and you're going to be so restored that I'm telling you, it is going to create a company of jealous sons. All right, that's enough for now. So as you can tell, I am throwing my spear of jealousy into you. I have a seven-foot spear in my office called Enough is Enough. I don't really care as much about the coronavirus. I didn't say I didn't care at all. I just said in comparison, I don't care as much about the coronavirus. I care about the plague of sin that has been ongoing and inflaming and deepening under the private and in the private lives of God's people. And in Numbers 25, I tell you, there was a guy and he thrust a spear of jealousy into the people. And it says 24,000 had already died, but on that day, the plague stopped. That's the plague I'm after. That's the plague that I want to see stopped where the people of God are no longer calling themselves sinners, living in sin, in hot pursuit of sin, normalizing sin, excusing sin, but we are about to bust the power of sin with the power of the cross of Jesus Christ, active and operative inside of us. He is jealous for you and I want to win you for him. So there you have it. All right. Share this with family, with friends, with leaders, with people that you believe that this could encourage. Connect with me. I love you all. I will talk to you soon. Bye. If you'd like information on how to book Nancy McCready for an event or speaking engagement, visit nancymccready.com.